The following is an at-will presentation. My secret today, I guess, is uh, when I was in college, I was a resident advisor in the dorm for several years, and two of those years, I had my boyfriend living with me in my dorm room for free and managed to do that without anybody ever knowing. I'm Ben Ham, And I'm Dahlia Beta. We're your hosts as we navigate the deep waters of humanity. And listen to the stories no one ever tells. You are entering the secret room. Hey guys, I got a text from Dahlia. She's in Italy right now, and she said she's busy shopping, she's drinking sparkling water and sipping wine, and she's truffle hunting. Yeah, truffle hunting. They do that in Italy. I'm going to check in with her at the end of the podcast, but lest she be forgotten in the meantime, first up today is an interview she did with Josh not too long ago. I'm going to jump in at a couple of points, but you'll hear Dahlia asking the real questions. Hi, Josh. What's your secret for the secret room today? This is going to be a secret about how I stole a year of my brother's life. I come from a family of five. I have an older sister and a younger brother, and we're a family of professors and engineers and lawyers and scientists. And so, and so Josh explains that intellectual pranks abounded in his family. On one occasion, he collaborated with his parents to fool his younger brother into thinking something extraordinary. They told him that, you know, after a certain age, humans can fly. So Josh's younger brother thought that was just great. To do so, he'd have to jump off our eight foot high pool deck railing. The greatest part was that my parents would play into it. He would go up to my dad saying, dad, dad, can people really fly? And my dad would say, you know, yeah. So this started when he was really little and we did the normal sibling thing of telling him he was adopted. And just for the record, Josh's brother was not adopted. Except we took it a couple of steps further. So first, my parents would respond with, no, you weren't adopted, you were found under a rock. But Josh couldn't stop. He continued to build on it. And he told his brother that after kindergarten, you get sent back to your real family. And his family lived in Texas, which is hilarious. It was just the furthest place we could think of at the time. So he first refused to potty train and he put up a big fight about it because my mother would try and incentivize him with, don't you want to go to kindergarten? So, and after kindergarten, he thought he was going back to his quote unquote real family. So in in the Northeast state in which I grew up, you had to go for an interview for kindergarten and they assessed your readiness. You'd come in, they'd ask you your ABCs, they'd ask you to count, and they asked him, are you excited to go to kindergarten? And he started hysterically crying and saying, I want to stay with my mom over and over again. This did not bode well for his kindergarten interview and he was assessed as not ready. He then was put into a uh, developmental kindergarten program and he had to go to an additional year of kindergarten because he believed that he was being sent to Texas afterwards. So unfortunately, that's how I stole a year of my brother's life. Do you feel guilty about this? A little bit. He could have had a completely different uh, like trajectory in life. However, he is a very well-adjusted, very um, intelligent adult and living on his own. He has a job and um, a social life and whatnot. And so I feel like we didn't fundamentally alter and ruin his 
prospects to become a functioning member of society. That's good. (laughs) Did your parents ever find out about this secret? So that's kind of the greatest part is my mother still to this day still believes that he said he wanted to stay with his mom because he just loved her so much that he didn't want to go to kindergarten. But instead, uh, it was because, you know, he thought he was being sent to another family and would never see ours again. Thanks for sharing your secret today. Thanks, Dahlia. Is it a normal thing, like Josh said, to fool your little sibling into thinking he or she is adopted? I have no idea. I'm an only child. But I do know adoption's pretty cool. I was adopted at birth, and it's been awesome so far. (laughs) That's Sarah, and she's pretty happy to have been adopted. And she's got a secret. My secret is that I think every single day about the last words that I said to my dad before he died. But that's a story for another episode coming your way soon from The Secret Room. Right now, let's listen to a voicemail from our secret line. It's another story about a kid, but this one, it's no prank. Hi, this is Hope from Washington, D.C., and this is my secret. When I was about 14 years old, I was babysitting three small kids for an entire day. All of them were under the age of four. I was standing in the laundry room holding the six-month-old boy when I heard his two-year-old sister getting into something in the kitchen. So I sat him on the edge of the washing machine, not realizing that infants can't not sit perched on the edge of something and hold that position. He splatted down to the hard tile like a piece of meat, and I was horrified. So I ran to him and picked him up, and he was thankfully okay and calmed down rather quickly. Um, I never told his parents. I've never told anyone this before today. This actually happened about 30 years ago, and I still occasionally check his Facebook page to make sure that he turned out okay. And he did, so that was great. Secrets can be fun, and they can be scary. And they can be good, and they can be bad. Or, as Hope just showed us, they can be worrisome. Hope's held on to this one for 30 years, terrified that her mistake as a 14-year-old might have had devastating impact on another human being. But hey, everything seems okay. Don't you just love Facebook? Probably not everybody knew that he was a drugging, drinking, bookmaking, you know, uh, impregnator. That's Kathy. You remember her from a couple of episodes ago. She told us the incredible tale of the man she loved despite his high-flying lifestyle. I thought I'd play you a candid moment from after the interview. Telling this story brings back a tension that I haven't felt in a while. It just brings up emotions that I haven't thought about in a way. Telling it in this style isn't a part reliving it, and that makes it kind of weird because I haven't relived it in, in that aspect in a while. You know, it's like, yeah, my husband burned down his house for the insurance money, not gotten into the detail like this. And it evokes, yeah, some painful memories. And I caught up with Kathy this weekend. Hey, Ben. Had you ever told anyone that your ex-husband had burned down his house for the insurance money and got away with it? No, I've never told anybody. How come? I didn't want to tell anybody because, I mean, it's a felony for sure. And I I didn't want him to go to jail. And 
he needed the money. How did it feel telling your story in the secret room? Uh, it was a, a little bit uncomfortable just because uh, I hadn't talked about it um, with anybody and he had passed away uh, in the meantime. And so part of me was like, am I betraying him by telling this even though he's passed away? It was, uh, an, I gotta say, an uncomfortable feeling at first. But it's also kind of a relief to like, I don't have that secret anymore. Oh, that's that's nice. All the secret room people now know about it. Now it's just out in the podverse. Yeah. If you want to hear Kathy's amazing story of a love for a reckless, nearly invincible man, head back two episodes to The Secret Room, episode 18. It's called Arson, A Love Story. Good to talk to you again. You too. Buonasera, Ben. Dahlia, you're in Italy. Where are you exactly? I'm in Corneliano, which is a small town in the area of Alba in Piedmont. It's picturesque with church bells and medieval towers, rolling green hills with hazelnut trees and truffles and wine and olives. It's just amazing. I'm glad you're having such a good time, but you need to explain yourself to the listeners, Dahlia. We were on hiatus for three months. Three. Then we're back for just a couple of epis, and you're off to Italy. Hey. Leaving me with the podcast. I planned this trip in January. You're the one who decided to break when we did. Okay. So there. (laughs) We need to talk about those little fungus nuggets called truffles that classy restaurants use in their cuisine. Fungus nuggets? That's disgusting. So you went truffle hunting. We went truffle hunting with Francesco and his dog Dora. Wait, what? Of course it's Francesco. <laughs> it was an incredible experience. It was so fun. We went early in the morning. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I'm actually going to do a little audio piece for you guys. That's so cool. But do truffles go well with seltzer? OMG. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really know if they go well with seltzer or not. I've actually been drinking a lot of naturale, which is still water. But I have had some different varieties of seltzer. And if there's any that stand out, like, amazingly, I'll try to bring one home. Hey, in episode 18 of The Secret Room, it's called Arson, A Love Story. It was featured on the Sunday Night Supper podcast. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Andrew and the staff at Critical Point Theater produce a bunch of great podcasts, including Sunday Night Supper, which they bill as a true storytelling podcast. Yeah, check them out. Their website is cptbroadcast.com. So you're going to do the credits with me from Italy? Sure am. Try to stop me. Cool. Let's do it. Music in today's podcast is by Breakmaster Cylinder. You can submit your secrets to our website at www.thesecretroompodcast.com. iTunes reviews are an enormous help to this little podcast that could. So launch iTunes on your laptop, go to podcasts, then to the secret room. Click the review tab and send those stars. Many thanks in advance. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Secret Room Pod. How do you say pod on in Italian, Dahlia? I'm pretty sure it's just pod on. Okay, of course. <laughs>